0: You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take. The best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic. But then you wouldn't be able to hear him. And that would suck. Welcome into to Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham. And a happy post-Super Bowl Sunday Monday to you. What a game we had last night. One for the ages. Again, it seems like every single time the Patriots are in a Super Bowl, We get ourselves a barn burner, a game that goes down to the wire. And usually, usually, it's Tom Brady coming out victorious at the end. We've grown accustomed to his comebacks. We've grown accustomed to his greatness, his clutch performances, but not last night. Wow. Not the outcome I expected, not at all. Uh, I have been guilty of underestimating Nick Foles and the Eagles ever since Carson Wentz went down. I thought they'd lose their first round game to the Falcons. I thought they'd lose the NFC Championship to the Vikings. I thought they'd lose the Super Bowl to the Patriots. They won, they won, they won. So, I can admit when I was wrong. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles. And you gotta love, you gotta love what happened for a guy like Nick Foles. Now I did, I will say this, where I was right, is I did say several times on this very podcast, Nick Foles is the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was right there, but Jimmy Garoppolo was no longer a backup by the time Foles started. He was, you know, Garoppolo was then starting in San Francisco instead of backing up Tom Brady. So Nick Foles, to me, he truly was the best quarterback in the uh, the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and I said that on this podcast. So I was right there. What I was wrong about though is that he could win all the way through the Super Bowl. I mean, I did not think he could do it. I did not think they'd even win their first round game. But they did. They won three straight. So you got be, you got to be happy for a guy like that and happy for a city like Philadelphia, even though I am a Redskins fan. Did not want uh, to have an NFC East rival with bragging rights about a Super Bowl. But congratulations to them. Over 1,000 yards of total offense in this game. That was an, uh, a Super Bowl record for most yards in a game. And they set that record before the end of the third quarter. I mean, this was a full-fledged shootout. Kind of felt like we were watching a Big 12 championship game or something, didn't it? Just guys throwing the ball over the all over the field, and over 1,000 yards of total offense. Again, a Super Bowl record for most combined yards in a game, and it was broken by the third quarter. Well, b- before the end of the third quarter, anyway. Brady, Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, now 5-3 and three in Super Bowls, doesn't have the same ring to it as 6-2. and two. Me and my friend Jimmy Rex talked about that the other day on the podcast, but... Brady sets an NFL record for most yards passing in a Super Bowl and loses, becomes the first quarterback in NFL history, regular season or postseason, to throw for 500 plus yards, three, plus, three or more touchdowns, and zero interceptions, and lose. Yes, you heard me correctly. Never in the history of the league has a quarterback played at the level of Tom, that Tom Brady did last night and not won the game it's never happened it's never happened and it did last night the the eagles uh, offense was equally spectacular that was the problem the patriots defense let tom down he 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 was tom brady he was setting nfl records most yards passing in a super bowl 500 plus yards three touchdowns no picks lost there's only so much the guy can do. There was the botched field goal early, um, which I know they lost by more than three. The final score, of course, was 41 to 33. But it changes the the landscape of the game. You know, when when that happens early on, you miss a field goal. So you look at the missed field goal. You look at the horrendous kick return on their final possession, where they tried that reverse lateral and they ended up getting tackled at the nine. I mean. A touchback is at the 25 now, and they started at the 9. When they had a minute to go with no timeouts, they gave Tom Brady the ball at the 9-yard line. So special teams let him down. Defense absolutely let him down. Uh, They gave up 538 yards, the Patriots' defense did. And they allowed... This this is a crazy stat. I tweeted about this during the game. Philadelphia was converting on third down like it was nothing. They did not respect or fear the Patriot defense, they converted 10 of 16 third downs. That's well over half of their third downs they converted. Some of them were long, and they converted two of two fourth downs, one of which was Nick Foles catching a pass for a touchdown. And it was the possession after Tom Brady had gone out for a pass and dropped it. Uh, It wasn't the best of passes, especially when you're throwing to a quarterback, but it was still a catchable ball. Um but uh but Nick Foles caught a touchdown pass on the on the very possession after Tom Brady had dropped his. So they get two of two fourth down conversions, ten of sixteen third down conversions, and to me that was the difference in the game. The Patriots defense could not get Philadelphia off the field. They couldn't get off the field and get Tom Brady back on it. You've got the greatest quarterback of all time. So the, the Patriots, by the way, they did end the game with more yards. It was, like I say, there was over 1,000 yards total, but it was 613 yards to 538 yards. And the, the running attack by Philadelphia was just, I mean, LeGarrette Blunt, 14 carries for 90 yards. He's averaging 6.4 a carry. Jay Ajayi, 9 carries, 57 yards for 6.3 yards a carry. I mean, it was just bad, bad defense, bad rush defense, bad pass defense, special teams, a botched snap, which clanks a, you know, results in a clanked field goal off the upright, a kick return that gets to the nine when you need it most. I mean, just let that ball go into the end zone for crying out loud. And the Eagles knew what they were doing. They set him up. They did not want to kick that ball into the end zone on that final kickoff. They wanted to force them to return it because they didn't believe they could do anything good, and they were right. So, again, Tom Brady, first guy ever to throw for 500 plus yards, three or more touchdowns, and no interceptions, and lose. It's never happened before, regular season or postseason. Incredible. Breaks the Super Bowl record for yards passing, loses the game. He was let down by the defense, let down by the special teams. Brandon Cooks was even out. I mean, this guy, Brady's greatness is is still tremendous, uh, but in the record books, he's five and three in the big game. So he and LeBron have both been to eight. LeBron's three and five, and Brady is five and three. But uh, Nick Foles, the MVP, three hundred and seventy three yards passing, three touchdowns, one to, one interception. But if you remember that interception, it was not his fault. Alshon Jeffrey almost had a spectacular catch. Uh, Kind of turning back with one arm, kind of one arm being defended and one arm available to catch the ball. Nearly had a spectacular catch, but as he as he was going to the ground, he kind of kind of flipped up into the air and turned into an interception. But uh, so even the Foles pick wasn't really his fault. So 373 yards, three touchdowns, and we'll call it no picks, even though he did have one. But he is the first player in Super Bowl history. To throw and catch a touchdown pass in the same game. Never happened before. Another record. Broken. Nick Foles. Caught a touchdown. Threw for three touchdowns. Never happened before. Pretty cool. And he's the last backup quarterback to win a Super Bowl since who? Tom Brady. Isn't that interesting? So it's got to be... I'm just looking at all this and you got to be a little bit of a, in like a bittersweet moment if, it's, if, if you're Carson Wentz. And I know everyone's going to say, no, no, he, he could, couldn't be happier. Well, yeah, of course he's stoked that the team won. Of course he's stoked because he's, he's a huge member of that team. He got them to the home field advantage throughout the playoffs. He got them in the position to have home field, to have a first round bye. He got them there. But in the end, it was his backup who finished the regular season, secured that, and then played the entire playoffs. So it's got to be a bittersweet moment. I'm sorry I don't, you know, anyone that says otherwise doesn't understand sports because it is a competitive, competitive thing. And there's no question that uh, Carson Wentz is still the starter. I had some people last night asking me, you know, well, what what do they do now? is Nick Foles the guy? And it's like, no, Nick Foles isn't the guy. He's a, he's a great quarterback and he'll start somewhere in this league, but he's not going to be starting for the Eagles. They have Carson Wentz. He was he was MVP of the league before, you know, before he went down with his ACL tear. So, but I'm telling you, it's it's got to be bittersweet. It just does. He's he's a great teammate. He's stoked for Nick Foles, he's stoked for uh himself because he's, you know, a huge part of the team still. I'm sure he was very uh, integral in the, in the preparation of each game and things like that, and film study, game planning. But ultimately, he wasn't on the field. He was a complete non-factor physically at his actual position for the last three games of the regular season and all three playoff games. Therefore, that has to just be a little bit bittersweet. It's not the same as, as if you were the guy holding up the trophy. You were the guy who was MVP of the Super Bowl. You were the starter who just beat Tom Brady. Carson Wentz didn't get that. So the Eagles are for real, though. And it will be interesting to see what they do with Nick Foles because he is a starter in this league, but he is not going to be the starter for the, uh, the Eagles. There will be a lot of teams that want him. I think maybe the Eagles trade him. Uh, I don't know how they can keep him around and not start him. His stock could not be higher than it is right now. He just beat the GOAT in the Super Bowl. Played phenomenally well won the MVP. It wasn't like it wasn't like they won despite him because of stellar defense. They won because of him. The Patriot defense could not stop him. They couldn't stop the running game either. And how cool for Garrett Blunt. Now Garrett Blunt was on the Patriots. He's got a Super Bowl with the Patriots, but now he's an Eagle and got another Super Bowl. Very cool for him. And I I found myself, and maybe I'm alone here, but I found myself kind of feeling for James Harrison. Did you see that at the end of the game? He's walking off the field and the streamers are all all over him and he's trying to pull the falling confetti and streamers off of him because it's, you know, it's for the other team. And I was just like, oh man, that's just too bad. Cause there's a guy, he, he played his heart out. Um, and, you know, he was kind of cast aside from, from Pittsburgh this year, as we know, and became a, a Patriots. And it was kind of a big dramatic thing. And I can only imagine that people in Pittsburgh uh, were probably rooting against him uh, because they hate the Patriots and they're probably really ticked off that he went to new England <clears throat> but I was kind of rooting for him. I was. I was kind of rooting for him. So that was, that was kind of a sad moment watching him walk off the field pulling the Eagles celebration streamers and confetti off of him. But um, So, okay, another interesting stat. The last NFL MVP to win a Super Bowl, so regular season MVP, to win a Super Bowl was who? I'll give you three seconds. Three, two, one. It was Kurt Warner in 1999. There have been nine other MVPs, nine times, there have been nine other MVPs of the regular season uh, who played in the Super Bowl the year they won MVP, much like Tom Brady this year. One regular season MVP, deservingly so, uh, lost in the Super Bowl. So since Kurt Warner in 1999, nine players have won the MVP and played in the Super Bowl that same year. All nine of them lost. Tom Brady's done it twice. Peyton Manning did it twice. Kurt Warner did it once. Um, Matt Ryan did it last year. Cam Newton did it the year before that. Sean Alexander did it once. So nine times. It's almost like a curse. You win NFL MVP and make it to the Super Bowl, look out. You're probably not going to win. Crazy. So it's interesting to think what's going to happen with the Patriots now. There's been this drama with Bill Belichick and... Robert Kraft and Tom Brady, and there's clearly like kind of this struggle for power there in new England and Robert Kraft is is ultimately the power um and he's kind of giving more power to Tom Brady. Bill Belichick's kind of ticked off because he feels like the bridge you know between rebuilding and not rebuilding was. Was torn down with the trade of Jimmy Garoppolo, and when you look at what Garoppolo went and did in San Francisco, you can't help but think he would. You know, Belichick's right. I would be pissed off too. So, you know, part of me thinks that somehow they'll mend. They're the Patriots. They'll mend the fences and, and make another crack at this. I think maybe if they had won the Super Bowl, it'd be different. But part of me, part of me wonders if they want to go out losing a Super Bowl like that, or if they want to try and get back. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see because. If they had won the Super Bowl, I really would be sitting here saying I'd be surprised if both Brady and Belichick are back. And now, for whatever reason, my gut tells me they they will be. They will be. But I don't know. I don't know. It'll, it'll be really interesting to watch over the course of the next few days and couple weeks because I think a lot's going to happen pretty immediately on the heels of this this tough loss. But that'll be something to watch. Um, that's really all I've got for today. Just wanted to recap the Super Bowl, give you my thoughts To me, the Eagles played a tremendous game. They played a tremendous playoffs. For them to stick together as a team and believe in themselves, believe in their backup quarterback the way they did, and to go win the Super Bowl against the greatest quarterback of all time, the greatest coach of all time, the greatest dynasty of all time, that is very, very impressive. And that's all I got for today. I am out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Tank. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports.